This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. Debit card users, listen up. You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on their everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Earn when and where you spend, like the pet store, the grocery store, and even online purchases. And to top it off, there are no fees, period. Yeah, that means you won't be charged fees on your checking account. If you ask me, it's a no-brainer. Transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. I'm a big fan of Uber for myself, but sign me up as a big fan of Uber teen accounts, which is just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. If Uber Teen hadn't come in to save the day, then my daughter wouldn't have been able to get to her dance class the other day. And I got to track her ride from my phone. I got text updates. It really is super cool. So if you need help with drop-offs for this or that, Uber Teen can be your new best friend. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details. Add your team to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Morning, studio. Morning. Let's go around the room. What's your story, Eddie? Scientists have found a long lost continent. So 155 million years ago. Oh my God. This is Eddie, around. What? You bring the boringest stories every <laughs> week. This is around Pangea. The whole theory um, of Pangea. Pangea is one big continent. Right. So, yeah. so when all the continents were shifting, yeah. there was a continent right off of Australia that said they were supposed to, it was supposed to be there. That's why Australia exists because of that continent. And they never found it. Well, just like two weeks ago, scientists found this continent because of seismographs they found it it exists it's ocean right floor. there ocean floor it's below the earth crust so they see kind of like a little mound and they did these seismograph things and they can see where the continent actually i am exists. so bored and so lost and does no he always cares. bring well, I, don't, every, I don't know that that's his thing everything he brings oh they found a rock in space from 100 million years ago it am i right mike or am i right he brings crap uh, crap this is science that's interesting to me ish okay yeah. where is it bobby off Australia, it used to be Pangea. That all boom. That theory was they were all together in a. But where out. is it now? Under the crust outside of Australia. But he nailed it. I listen. But it's so boring. Man. Yeah, I think, that, dude. I read that. and I was fascinated. Three thousand so cool. mile wide lost continent. That's crazy. There's a whole civilization on there. I bet. Can we buy real estate there? Like they uh, it's it under the Earth's surface. Yeah. I don't know. All right, lunchbox. Do oh, something entertaining. I'm going to do something entertaining. I just want to say Halloween, amazing. They got the best costumes from the week, and we got Haley Bieber dressing up like the the scene and the scream when she's in the bra and underwear. Oh, yeah, yeah. so hot. And then the Jenner sisters. Whoa, look at this. Kylie Jenner as naughty, why Kendall Jenner is nice. 
Oh my goodness. Are you just talking about what? Look at this. They did a whole article on it. No, is this your story? Yeah, they did. You're talking about they did an article. Celebrities you think are hot in their costumes? Yeah, they did an article on best Halloween costumes, and these this was my favorite article. Christina Aguilera, I mean, look it's, it's looking like hot story. as Cher. Cher. Yeah. yeah. Looks huh. good too. Okay, uh, this this uh, this is no, a very no. visual thing. It's oh, it's visual, all right. Okay, Amy, what is your story? In case you're going to any birthday parties this weekend, you may want to avoid the cake if they blow out the candles. Because I, I, I feel like I tell you, we yeah. I feel like you know when COVID was at its well, right when we got back to normal ish after COVID, it's like oh my gosh, I'm never going to blow out candles on a cake again. But I think we're back to that. And I saw this article that said it's 1,400 percent. Increase in bacteria when someone yeah, blows out putting spit the all over the cake. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, what researchers are saying to do is have a little mini cupcake with the candle for the birthday person, and they blow that out instead of all over. Or the just cake. cut the cake first and put the candle in that person's okay. cake and blow it. Or that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Don't blow it over the whole cake, especially. <laughs> That's all you're doing is blowing okay. spit everywhere. You've been saying this for years. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. I think I used to wear a mask before masks were a thing. Right. Back. I get on a plane and be like, look at me, I'm wearing a mask. Don't sit here. <laughs> People be like, what disease do you have? Uh, finally, a police officer in North Carolina has spent 35 days in the hospital with a frisbee-sized hole on his butt caused by a flesh-eating bacteria mm. known as necrotizing fasciitis. What? He has undergone seven surgeries, will most likely need skin grafts in the future. Gosh. He. Yeah. We're just like any of us are one meal away or one dip in the ocean away from. So his flesh eating bacterial infection came from an injury whenever he fell and then he was unconscious. And so he fell and I like cut him and it was infected. And I don't know how. Was it just there on the rock and he hits the rock? I don't know. Or it could have been on his skin somehow and then it... And how quick does the bacteria eat the the flesh? Like, it's not fast, right? It's got seven surgeries. It's frisbee-sized. The whole frisbee-sized. That's what I'm saying. Like, it had to start with like an inch and then two inches. When you had MRSA? MRSA. Like, how did that start? It had like a pimple on my leg and then within three days, it was the size of like, I don't know, what, a sand dollar? A big old sand dollar. And then people in the Duke Hospital were coming to look at Eddie... Because he was like the example of what not to do. Yeah, and they said that my I was uh, resistant to, I don't know, 15 antibiotics. So they had to find the right one to actually cure it. Hey, big dog. Strong. Crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's like your, your flex. Hey, yeah. I was resistant. Yeah. How, many, yeah. how many antibiotics are you resistant to? 12? <laughs> <laughs> that ain't nothing. Uh, Cody Johnson coming up in a little bit. If you got a chance. Thank you guys for being here. The Bobby Bone Show. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My mom has always decorated her house from the top to the bottom every Christmas. Over the years, she has collected a ridiculous amount of Christmas decorations. When I was a kid, it was cool that her house was always so festive. But as my parents have gotten older, my mom has leaned on me more each year to help get all the decorations out. And put them all up and then put them all away. The last couple of years, the job has become 100% on me and it is no longer fun. Now, it's just an extra job that I have to do. It stinks. I know I'll miss this when she's not around anymore, but I only have so much time. How can I convince her that we should scale back to decorating without upsetting or disappointing her? Signed, kid of a Christmas fanatic. To me, it sounds like your mom is getting older. And unless it's keeping you from doing something that you really need to do, you just need to do it. Yep. Because you're going to be sad you didn't when she's not around anymore. 
you're going to be like, I wish I wouldn't email the radio show being kind of, but we're going to tell you, we think you should keep doing it. Uh, it's hard though, man. My grandparents, my grandpa was into Christmas and he always needed us our help and we'd have to go over there and he'd make us measure like two inches in between each stake when we're putting the lights <laughs> in the ground. And one time I'm in the shed and I'm just complaining the whole time and my cousin's supposed to be on lookout and my grandpa walks up and goes, fine, if you guys don't want to be here, you can leave. And I'm like, man, and it's still to this see? day, see, I yeah. feel guilty that I should have just enjoyed the moment, That's even right. though it was so tedious and so hard. So yes, just shut up and do it. Shut up and do it. When they're dead, like my grandparents are, you're gonna miss those Christmas decorating days. Yeah, I mean, this is the time that you get. I would look at it as you get to do this right now. And you could take somebody to do it with you too. Yeah. Yeah. You have make a, kid, it a thing. You have a- Husband, wife, whatever. That's true. Just be not making a thing. Just like, please help me, so I can get out of here quicker. But you should do it. That's all we're. Oh, I meant make it a thing with her, like of yeah, asking questions, talking. They'll know you're checking them. Okay. Yeah, but still do it. Do it. Do it. Because like Lunchbox just said, as he had a tear in his eye. He did. Yeah, and then like my cousin just really let me down by he's supposed to be on lookout and I'm terrible. Let Grandpa walk up on us. Oh, man. Turned on you, man. Terrible. All right, there you go. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's time for us to (laughs) tell you stuff maybe you didn't know. Heck, we didn't know it until we started searching for what are fun facts. Here's one that didn't make the cut. Yoga was banned in Alabama public schools for nearly 30 years because they thought people would be converting to Hinduism. Oh. Just by doing yoga. Yeah, they're scared of that. Doing stretching, yeah. <laughs> so, there you go. All right, let's get to some fun stuff. Go. Fun Fact Friday. All right, I'll go first. The phrase, blowing smoke up your blank. Mm-hmm. Do you know where that comes from? No. It comes from doctors. They used to give tobacco enemas to drowning victims to resuscitate them. Really? Up there. Whose mm-hmm. idea was that? You know, to begin with. 1700s, I don't know. Oh, but it was, it was probably through like a syringe. It wasn't like someone blowing like... No, yeah, of course it was I, probably a hose. A tobacco enema. Okay, but they were like... Yeah, from smoke. <laughs> yeah, and what you got? Did you know snakes can predict earthquakes? Hmm. That makes sense. Maybe they feel something uh-huh. at a more sensitive level than we do. Yeah. These slithery creatures can sense an upcoming earthquake from a staggering 75 miles away. And... Up to five whole days before it even happens. That's what crazy. You start seeing snakes running down the road. You know what's up. <laughs> Out of here, man. Yep. Lunchbox. Between 7 and 10% of men suffer from shy bladder syndrome, also known as tinkle terror or pee anxiety, <laughs> where they have diff- difficulty urinating with others around. Dang. I had to pick one of those. I Y'all think I would that? go with, I'm not doing the tickle Terrors. I like that. Tinkle, tinkle, tinkle terror. Yeah, it's not, I would just go with urine anxiety, urination anxiety. You guys have that, like around other people? No, no, no I could be uh, right here. Yeah, I don't. I could just go right now. Anywhere. Yeah, easy. Eddie? The most common password is one, two, three, four, five, six, mm-hmm. according to research. Mm-hmm. Other common passwords are I love you, sunshine, and just the word password. Come on, yeah, guys. Yeah, a lot of password. But now a lot of places make you do a capital. You have to have letters, numbers, and symbols. Yeah. So you can't do one, two, three, four, five, six anymore. But then don't you just change a letter to a, a symbol well, that kind of looks do, like the letter? Then you do Eddie, one, two, three, four, five, six, colon. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Morgan. 152 people in the United States are named LOL. It is their legal birth name, and most of them live in Wyoming. So it must be like Lol. Lol? Lol? Like that Lol. must be like a family name. Lol. Like Lol. Lol. Hey, Lol. 
Lol. Lol. Hey, will you get Lol over here? I need him for help real quick. What for? I need help him build the fence. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Fun Fact Friday. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Panfilo is a dog and he lives in Maryland with his owner. His owner's a truck driver. And they drive all across the country and they were driving through Santa Fe one day. Panfilo gets lost. What's They're the dog's the tr- name? Panfilo? Panfilo. What does that mean? I don't know. I thought it might be a Spanish word. I didn't know. Okay, <laughs> no got clue. it. Go ahead. So, okay, Panfilo's in the truck. They're in a truck stop. Panfilo gets loose. The owner loses her. She can't find Panfilo. What's going on? The name Panfilo is yeah, throwing me off that's here. That's why I like, I like saying it. Okay, go ahead. And so the truck driver's like, what do I do? But she's got to take, take the load. So she drops off the load wherever the destination was. In the meantime, she's looking online. Oh, my gosh. Where can Panfilo be? Where can Panfilo be? <laughs> she eventually finds Panfilo seven days later at a Santa Fe Humane Society. Wow. Somebody found her, turned her in. At that point, truck driver's already in back in Maryland. So she flies all the way to Santa Fe to pick up her dog. I'm watching her. Panfilo. Panfilo. Yeah. So do you want to know two things? One, I'm watching her pick up her dog, and her dog definitely recognizes her and is like, holy crap, I'm safe. Number two, Panfilo de Navarez was a Spanish conquistador and a soldier in the Americas. Well, there you go. I thought it might be Spanish. Panfilo. I wonder why she liked him so much. Um. He came to participate in the conquest of Cuba and led an expedition. I don't know. Maybe she's into sailors. That's a hard name to say to Panfilo. You'd be like Panny or Pan... I wouldn't call it Panny. That's weird. <laughs> For short. <laughs> Panny. It's like panties. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like when any of y'all say panties. Well, what about if I say panty as in panfilo? That's fine. That's just short for panfilo, Amy. Panfilo. Yeah. Panfilo. Uh, congratulations, panfilo. You're back home. That's awesome. Great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Easy trivia. It's the easiest trivia game you ever heard in your whole life. Lunchbox is the defending champion. He has the tiara. This guy... Living life. I am, man. It the feels Tom good. Brady of trivia. Wow. Feels good. The category is colors of fictional characters. Lunchbox, what color is SpongeBob? Yellow. Eddie, what color is Elmo? Elmo's red. Correct. The Hulk, Morgan. He's green. Good. Tigger, Amy. Mm-hmm. Tigger is uh, like um, <laughs> like orange. Correct. Orange okay. or black. Orange or black. Orange or black. I guess. Okay. Okay, so you guys ready to go? If you miss a question now, you'll be eliminated with this sound. You've been booed. Ready. Ready. By the way, Eddie has one point this season. Nobody else has anything but Lunchbox is the champ. The category is 90s country. Why do you do this? Which country music legend recorded the album Rope in the Wind in 1991? I believe Eddie says this all the time, so I'm going to go Garth Brooks. Correct. Amy, what's the name of the female country singer in 1996 that had a major hit with Strawberry Wine? It's Eddie, but yeah. Who did I say? You said Amy, Amy. go ahead, Eddie. Uh, I'll answer Eddie, that. go ahead, sorry. That's Dina Carter. Sorry. Correct. I was just ready for Amy. I know. Yeah, I get it. Sorry. Morgan, who released the album The Woman and Me in 1995? Shania Twain. Correct. Amy, what's the name of the country singer who released the song Don't Take the Girl in 1994? Tim McGraw. Correct. Good job, everybody. The next category is The Body. Mm. Hey, you're good at that. I'm good at the women's body. Oh, <laughs> Lunchbox, what are the two holes of the nose called? Nostrils. Correct. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Eddie, which organ covers the entire body and protects it? That's the skin. Correct. Morgan, which organ helps pump blood through the entire body? The heart. Correct. Amy, what and where does our food collect after we chew and swallow it? What's it called? And it's where our food collects after we chew it and swallow it. 
I, I feel like there's a couple places it could go, but it goes down into the stomach. Is that your answer? Yes. Correct. Okay. The category is science. No one has been eliminated yet. Lunchbox. What is the boiling point of water in Celsius? I don't know the difference. Oh, gosh. Celsius? <laughs> That's crazy, dude. I don't know which one. Um, son of a gun. That's your answer? <laughs> what is the boiling point of water in Celsius? Uh, Celsius. Is Celsius different? What's the difference? Which one's higher? Which one's lower? Fahrenheit or Celsius? We'll go. We'll throw a stab out there. We'll go. We'll keep it 100. Correct. What? You serious? <laughs> what? How did you get that? Yeah, how did you do that? What? Eddie, what's the name for an educated guess that will happen in an experiment? What's the name for an educated guess about what will happen inside of an experiment? Well, there is the hypothesis, the theory. I don't know what the difference is, though. I'm going to go with hypothesis. Correct. Oh, oh. <laughs> that was crazy. Morgan, what part of the plant conducts photosynthesis? category is science. The question is, what part of the leaf... Oh, idiot. Morgan, you got a free answer. You got a free answer. I was about to say leaf. I just needed to think about it. I I really was. I really was. And host host malfunction. Glitch. Oh, I'm an idiot. Good job, Morgan. You would have guessed leaf. I know. I, 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 I did. Eyes, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think she's probably been like, is it leaf or stem? <laughs> hey, I was are you being a hater right those, now? Uh-oh. Amy being a hater? You don't even need a card, but you need a hater card so everybody can realize. Because I was like, Amy, you guys are so mean to her. But she sits back and goes, pew, 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 pew. Hey, I love Morgan, but. We all love each other. Right. But No, right. Yeah. I knew Morgan was going to get it. There was no doubt. Amy, what? Shut up. What pigment gives leaves its green color? What pigment? What pigment gives leaves its green color? This is not. I'm. Do you want to accidentally say the answer? Because oh, yellow card. Oh, what? Man. Wow. Pigment. You've now been given a yellow wow, card. Wow, Amy. Morgan, what? you want to say something to her? Pigment. Put it down. I'm okay. Gives leaf its color. What pigment? Good gosh. What, what do you mean? What pigment? You've been the green blown. one. Sorry. What is it? Would you guys have known that? Chlorophyll? Correct. No okay. idea. I don't even understand the question. Amy, you have, you've been boned. And you've been rude. <laughs> so you just sit over there and stew on that. You really hurt me. Okay. okay. Moving on. Animals. Lunchbox. What two groups of animals have scales? What? Uh, what two groups of animals have scales? Reptiles and fish. Correct. Good answer. Wow. Fish. Uh, I would have th- reptiles have been the hard one for me. That was fish the hard one for me. Yeah. I had Crazy. fish right away. But Great I couldn't, job, dude. Wow, dude I, was, I couldn't think champ. what they were called. That's yeah, why you're, you're the champ. Wow, you are the dude. Celsius wow. Heck yeah, man. Wow. So guy. smart. Give him a, a medal. Okay, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Animals. Tiger, bull, and nurse are different species of what sea predator? Sharks. Correct. Morgan, what's the collective name for a group of lions? A pack. Correct. Okay, we have to take a break. I thought it was a pride. Oh, yeah. I was trying to give her that one, too, for free. You've been boned. Maybe you're right, Amy. Hey, hey, you know? Yellow card for Eddie. Listen, I'll take my loss, okay? I would have known early in the morning, everybody. I just saw pee and I quit reading. Oh, God, fishy, man. It is fishy. I agree. No, that was my Yellow card. 
Yellow card and yellow card. Okay. Hey, I, I stand by that. Morgan, you're out. There yeah, I okay, we'll I come know. back. Hold on. Lunchbox and Eddie battle it out. We'll be back. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week. And it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details. Quality sleep. You need it. It's essential for boosting energy and recovery and well-being. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your one-of-a-kind, ever-evolving sleep needs. That's right, one-of-a-kind because you can make it just for you. So it's all about getting better sleep so you can live a better life. Hopefully all day long you don't think about sleep. That's how good sleep was. And the Sleep Number Bed, it's for you. It helps you stay asleep by automatically responding and adjusting to your movements to help you sleep comfortably all night long. Also, the Sleep Number setting, you know, minus 30. You know, yours may be a bit softer, maybe a bit more firm, but that's okay. It's yours, and the Sleep Number does that. And my Sleep IQ, well, that tells me how well I slept each night, and I can figure out what I need to do to make it better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 Smart Bed is only $15.99, save $300. Only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And we're down to two in easy trivia. Easiest trivia game ever. I mean, Lunchbox is in the finals of this round again. This guy's in killing it. Yeah, yeah, he He's has. the champ. Hey, best of luck, man. Best hey, good luck. Man. Man. Nah, get what? Out of here. Ah, what? He, psych. He just, <laughs> he just did the whole uh, fake the handshake. I liked it. That was funny. <laughs> the category is numbers. Ooh, I'm number one. Lunchbox. Yeah. How many faces does a cube have? A cube. Hmm. Oh, that's it. It's six. Because it's a dice. Boom, correct. Oh, man. I almost said eight. Look at this guy go. He's so smart. 
Somebody call up Disney. Let's get a movie going. This guy's <laughs> all odds. Yes. Eddie, how many sides does a heptagon have? Heptagon. H-E-P-T-A-G-O-N. Heptagon. Hmm. Heptagon. Octagon. Sextagon. Interesting a gone there. Hmm? If there's one, that's one for yeah. sure. My favorite one. What is it? Hepta? H-E-P-T-A gone. Man, I could get this wrong right here. I'm going to go with 10. <laughs> that's wrong. Amy's such a hater today. Wow. Wow. Amy's such a hater today. Wow. Oh, it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> what is it? I just six? want to point it's a seven. I just want to point out to our listeners that she's like us. Yes. She's not some angelic. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. She's no. not. She's just like us. This and everybody's like, Amy's so sweet. Yeah, she is, but she also gives us crap too. I feel like over time, I mean, a little bit. Uh, What's the word? Yeah, I don't know. Screwed over when it comes to easy trivia. Well, that's, that's definitely a word. So I'm getting two a words. Bit, I'm getting a little bit feisty. Well, yeah, that's kind of mean though, and it's you hurt my feelings. Time. Heptagon, Eddie, you lose. She didn't you have to laugh at me. Guess who wins? Here's Matt from New Mexico. This is a uh, corny for Amy. What do you call a whale without underwear? A free willy. Thank you. You guys have a good day. <laughs> that was actually is that good. after dark? No, it's no, not. no, it's borderline, but no, it's not. <laughs> I have a borderline after dark one. No, I don't trust your borderline, though. Okay. You've been holding on to this one yeah, for a couple of days. Yeah, because we have to beep her sometimes when she's borderline. One time she spelled the F word on the air. She, okay. Instead of saying it. She <laughs> yeah. spelled it. And you can't do that. Okay. Here is Elizabeth from Boston. I'm a bit behind on the podcast, but I promise I'm catching up. I just wanted to say two things. One, Amy has the most amazing voice, even for commercials. I've never had someone sell me so hard on mayonnaise. Two, the Turnpike Troubadours are incredible, and I can't stop listening. You all are the best, and I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh, <laughs> thanks Dang. for being you. Love the show. Been listening forever. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. That's awesome. Just hold the corny for now. The after it's too dark close one? to the holidays to get kicked off the air. Let's wait a little yeah, bit. Until next year. Okay, Let's start yeah. the air. The I mean, this is like, it's like cute after dark. There's no such thing as No, cute... there is. Oh. You'll see. We'll see. No, I won't see. <laughs> Not today. Thank you, though. Mm-hmm. Woo! The Here's Amy's pile of stories. What are your thoughts on trophies? Well, I like them, and I like it when I get them. And I don't think I should get them if I don't deserve them. But I think there is, at some age, there's it's a cool if you're a young kid and you kind of get a taste of if you do play well, you get this. Well, I asked because Shaquille O'Neal's dad did something interesting to him. He, he programmed Shaq to not get excited about victories. After winning a championship trophy, his dad made him hand over the trophy and he looked at him and he said, now go get another one. And there, Doesn't he didn't... sound healthy. <laughs> <laughs> and so, not good enough. Shaq's dad was a military guy too. Yeah. There's, oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a uh, participation type trophies. I, I still have my trophies from when I was a child. They're special to me. But then like as adults, we've gotten trophies at work and I don't sometimes know really what to do with them or where to have them. I just didn't know where you have. I, I, yeah, I used some of my old trophies to hold plants, stuff in the ground. Wait, what? 
so they're sharp on top, so I would like uh-huh. use them to stick. It doesn't matter. I mean, we use one here for a weight I on know. the microphone. I know. It's some of the trophies are very important to me. Some just aren't. I'm like Shaq's dad. Go get another one. That's why I know it's not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Tiger Woods was, I think, 11, and his mom made him donate 150 trophies. He already won. That's crazy. What? At 11. That's terrible. Because he was getting so many. It's filling up the house. Well, what do you, where do you donate them? Like Trophies or us. <laughs> or a Goodwill. You just go to yeah. Goodwill. How about then... if you find one of those at Goodwill, Tiger Woods? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, man. I don't even mind participation trophies up to, like, age five or six. Because I think it's fun for kids. But when it turns from fun to... We're going to celebrate what you did, although you didn't do anything. That, that, that's when it gets a little weird because then we just have it built in. We should always get a trophy or rewarded. True. All right, what else? Yeah. So the internet claims washing your hair with beer can make it softer, thicker, and shinier. Some experts are saying... Uh, okay. Beer stinks to me. Yeah. It does smell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, experts are saying alcohol might dry it out a little too much, but if you want to try it, you have to let the beer go flat first. You've got to open it, let it go flat. Coors Light do the study. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> the carbon the dioxide in the bubbles isn't good for your hair, but you wash and condition your hair like normal. The beer is just an extra step. You massage it into your scalp, leave it in for a few minutes, and you know, three to five minutes, and then rinse it out. Got to be 21 to wash your hair, though. <laughs> also, don't you think anybody that's washing their beer is also drinking the beer in the shower? Yeah. Who does shower beer here? Done I've it. done it. Done it. Oh, Morgan? <laughs> Morgan? What? I have. Like in college, we always had them. Sometimes it was shower wine. Sometimes it was shower beer. Wow. Shower shot. You never know. Shower shot? Shower shot. Did you take a shot while you're taking a shower? Yeah. Wow. It was part of the pregame. It was just kind of part yeah. of all of it. By yourself? Yeah, you're getting ready. Oh, somebody would gotta... hand it to me, like one of the girlfriends that lived with me. That's At cool. what age does the pregaming sort of stop? Never. I continued it into my early 20s. I feel like it has to eventually because then it's, you, you don't make it out. You don't laugh. Like, so, it's <laughs> you not don't get the to the same. postgame. <laughs> right. Yeah. You don't get or even really the game. pregame. Yeah. Uh, Morgan Wallen was talking about how he's grateful for his connection to his fans. I feel very in control creatively and very comfortable with what I'm doing and with my fans. I don't know. I feel like they understand me. I don't really have to do anything different than what I would normally do. I feel very relaxed in that sense. You know, I don't have to wear many hats. I just kind of have one hat that I wear and they get that. And um, so that part is really, really easy for me. You know, that part is I feel at home in. Yeah, he's trying to uh, navigate all the success. Aren't we all? All our trophies. His supporters, <laughs> his fans, that that's where he feels safe. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Alexandria Cowherd was working at the Wendy's drive-thru in Kentucky. She's like, welcome to Wendy's. Can I get your order? And she looks out the parking lot and she sees someone in distress. She goes, hold on, I can't take your order right now. She thinks about it. She's like, I got to go do something. She's 22 years old, training in nursing for a career, goes outside. The guy's choking. Ah, he's ah. choking on the food? Yeah. And he's in cardiac oh. arrest, so she starts doing CPR. Ah, and that, ah, just, that ah. just escalated. Choking, choking wow. cardiac arrest. Oh, wow. Are they, are they different? Yeah. yeah. Choking's when you got something on your throat and you can't breathe. <laughs> cardiac arrest is your heart. Like a heart yeah, heart yeah well, that's it. That's the one. I, I just assumed choking. Oh, she, you made that part up. He wasn't breathing. Yes, yeah, so you made so that I part up. So I just assumed that's choking. Yeah. But choking. then I'm like, and then they said CPR. I thought it was going to say Heimlet. <laughs> so you just kind of guessed, and then once you got there, yeah, once I got there, I, I didn't understand it. they were different. So got she it, starts is doing. She, is she even in nursing school? Is, is it even at Wendy's? <laughs> uh, it is definitely Wendy's, and the person was in cardiac arrest. 
She called 911 and it was doing CPR. Got him breathing right before the EMS arrived. And then she went back to work. Hmm. Saved his life. Yeah. I would think she I, wouldn't go back to work and have a normal day. Like take the rest of the day off? I would think she would be celebrated or like she'd be a little bit fried. Yeah, I think they give her she a just parade. Went through a lot. Well, a parade, probably not that instant. <laughs> but but maybe like the mayor comes up and gives her something. But I'm just saying, you're going to go back and take orders again? You wouldn't be able to focus. That's crazy. Because you'd be reliving it in your head over and over again. And think about how... You're taking an order at your job, and you see something that might be weird, maybe not. And you leave, you commit to going out. It's like when there's a fire in a house and someone kicks in the door and saves people. Yeah, I'd be awesome. like, I don't know if that's a real fire or not. <laughs> Is that a fireplace? Is it a decoration? But good for her, she committed. Yeah, and here's her talking about it. I didn't panic visibly, but in my in the back of my head, I was like, oh my God, what do I do? Like, I kind of short-circuited a little bit before I was like, girl, you know how to do CPR. Get over here and do these stress compressions. Now she's exhausted. She shouldn't have to go back to work. <laughs> She'll get a day off. All right, Lunchbox, thank you. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Cody Johnson coming up in studio in just a few minutes. But first, let's go over to Amy in the morning corny. The morning corny. What happened to the turkey that got in a fight? What happened to the turkey that got in a fight? Got the stuffing knocked out of him. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Which, by the way, we missed yesterday's investigative morning corny. It's It's the first time we've ever not gotten one the whole time. That was bad. If you missed it, what was a turkey's cell phone ring or something? Yeah, it's wing, 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 wing. 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 And the more I thought about it, the more I got mad at me. Yeah, Yeah. we should have gotten that. 90 seconds. We never got wing, wing, wing. We were like gobbling. (laughs) Gobblering. Suffering. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Cody Johnson. Got a new album out today called Leather. You may know till you can't. If you got a chance, take it. Take it while you got a chance. Or human. Chasing all that empty, still ain't got it right. Does a heck of a live show. Used to ride bulls, horses, aliens. I don't know. He wrote all this. I wouldn't mess with him, though. I also worked at a prison. A heck of a guy. Here he is. The Friday Morning Conversation with Cody Johnson. All right, the new album is out today. When you put out a project like your last couple of projects that are so beloved, do you have ex- do you feel an extra pressure for everything to continue to be amazing where you start second-guessing things? No, I feel pressure like all the time. I'm the worst guy with feeling pressure, but it's, it's weird. Like I kind of feel like I thrive under pressure. And so you always want to outdo your last record. Like you're only as good as your last song. You're only as good as your last record. You're, you know, at any moment it could all be gone. You know, that's the kind of like the. I way. believe that, yeah. I, I and I try to live every day like it's the last one. You know, like you're trying to put it in. But uh, this one, I knew I didn't want to do a double album again. But here we were with 24 songs. So today you're getting the first half of the deluxe edition. Within 360 days, I'm gonna pile 12 more on you. But I think that this one is a uh, probably the best group of songs I've ever had. Now, do you think that every time, I would hope I think that every time, and then I would hope as three years from now, because I'll go back and listen to either jokes I've told on stage or things I've written, I'm like, ooh, kind of embarrassed by that. But I should be, right? If I'm getting better and I'm developing, yeah. I should almost look back at things and go like, ooh. So do you feel every project that you're putting out is the best you've ever done? To that point. Yes. And I feel like you should You should feel that way. Like, it's the best that I can do up to this point. Um, this time I had some of my own songs in the pile. 
and they didn't make it. You cut to, your own songs? No, I cut my own songs out of the pile because they just weren't as good as what I had sitting next to it. And, man, when I when I say, like, like I sat down with Chris Lacey from Warner Music Nashville, and I was like, how do you feel about this record? And she's like, this is the, tough, this is the toughest record I've ever worked on. She said, because I feel like there's, like, 13 or 14 singles, and that's really, really hard. That's why we decided to space it out, 12 and 12, to give the consumer and the listener more time to live with these songs, figure out what streams the best, what makes you cry, what makes you laugh, what's your go-to in the morning, you know, and then give more time to get more singles. Cause it's only had two singles off that last double album. And I felt like, I was like, man, a lot of great songs got really shortchanged right there. Did you feel like after you finished recording all the songs, you're like, dang, we had a couple more we should even record that weren't the 24. I, I always have like, I'm still finding songs and I'm like, guys, what about this one? What about this one? They're like, we're, we're putting the record out. Like it's, that's enough. But I'm always like constantly thinking about how could we record something to make something cool? Do you do the thing where you get something and you're like, I love it, but you have a little bit of recency bias because you just heard it maybe more than something you've already recorded, but you've lived with it a long time. You're like, no, I love this, but really maybe because it's just new to you. So we do what we call love or hate. Like it's black or white. There's no gray. Like, cause you wouldn't marry somebody if you're like, man, I really like them. I just, there's something about them. I just don't like, Correct. you know what I mean? So like, and it's nothing against songwriters or songs. Cause there's, they're all great songs and it just depends on who cuts them, you know, where the song winds up. But when we're listening to demos and stuff and I'm picking songs, it's either immediately you either love it or you hate it. And if you hate it, it's out of the pile. That way you don't have that, like, I feel like I shouldn't have done that. But Who do else do you give the love-hate option to? You and who else? It's pretty much just me. Okay, good. I was going to say, oh, man, because somebody hated something I loved. Well, well you did say on. we. Well, so usually it's me and Scott Gunner and Chris Lacey and Trent Willman, and we'll kind of sit around and go through these songs. Now... I will say this. I can admit when I'm wrong. I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong. So, like, Till You Can't was not my first single choice off the last record. But did you hate it? No. Okay. I loved it, but I loved other things more. Right. And everybody else in the room said, Till You Can't. And I went, okay, I have you all in the room for a reason. I'll trust you guys. Wow, you did and that. Yeah. You trusted them. We got a big old number one hit out of it. So. And that allows you to trust them more? I think so. But at the end of the day, they're not having to perform it every night. So I have to really remind myself, like, I'm the one putting the skin on, so I have to really like make my own opinion valuable. And I, and so far, it's working. What about home? Like, you go home, are you able to shut off being Cody Johnson, the country superstar? Every time I go home. Like, I, it pisses my manager's probably, he's going to hear this. It pisses him <laughs> off. He's like, I just don't answer the phone. I don't, I shut it off. When I go home, I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I'm a cattle rancher, I'm a team roper, horse trainer. You know, that's just, I shut it off. I go get in a deer stand. I just live normally. And I don't turn it on until it's time to get in the car to go to the airport to get in the jet to come back to work to turn that guy on and uh it's like it's it helps me compartmentalize pressure it helps me compartmentalize how much things have changed very drastically in the last two or three years uh when i come out here it's like the fighter mentality you know i'm not here to make friends i'm here to take over and then when you go home you're like okay that's done i'm gonna (laughs) sit around and watch a hunting show and just chill you know do you feel like you have to when I'm on the air, I'm definitely an elevated version of myself because I got to be here. I got to be entertaining, compelling. I got five hours every right. single day. If you meet me out, I ain't this. I'm yeah. quiet. <laughs> me too. Do you feel like people are sometimes surprised with maybe how quiet and, and maybe laid back you are when, versus who they see on the stage freaking dominating? I, I'm pretty, I'm a social introvert. Like I don't like to people, but I will say like once you get to know me, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of wild too. Like when I'm in my inner circle, I can let loose pretty pretty hard and i like having fun man just just enjoying life so i think when if fans ever got to hang around me off the stage they'd be like whoa this is a little this is a little different but i think you have to do that man i mean i'm not 
being someone else when I'm on stage for sure. But you're there for, like you said, for a purpose. My job is to make sure that you get the best show you've ever seen when I'm on that stage. Whether I have fever, whether I'm tired, whether my voice hurts, no matter whatever it is, my job is to make sure that that's the best show you've ever seen. Your album cover has your bloody hands. And Amy was telling us a story where I guess the guy that was talking was like, we got to get those hands because you've been working. What, what's the real story behind that? That's, that's true. We didn't stage it. So I have a, I'm doing an article next week for the American Quarter Horse Association. And we needed pictures of a bunch of my horses. So I called Chris Douglas. He does amazing work. He did my Cowboys and Indians cover. Um, he, did, he did like a lot of the old Marlboro Man stuff and it, like some Wrangler shoots too. So like he's really, he's got a great eye. And so I was like, come down, we'll do the, the AQHA stuff. And I was like, the next day we're going to work cows. Like we got to brand cattle. We got to castrate a bunch of bulls. We got to doctor all the calves and you may as well just shoot it. And at the end of the day, like I'm in my leggings and I'm covered in blood and spit and sweat and everything else and hair. And I get on my horse and I set my hands down and I was literally just kind of like, like the day's over. And he's like, don't move. That's the shot. Like that is the shot. And so when I saw it, I thought like, that's a great cover for leather. It just, it says a lot. It's not just a piece of material. It's kind of, it's the, uh, the hard work and the grit that goes into it. Why do you still work like that? That's just who I am, man. Do you enjoy it? I love it. Okay. Yeah. I like you get, enjoy castrating cows? Well, you castrate bulls. If you can castrate Sorry, a cow, bull, where is 2023? Maybe? No, you're right. Hey, Cody. I'm a, a, hey, ag major here. Sorry. <laughs> I should have said bull, but yeah, you you genuinely like it? Yeah, it's well, it's it's fun. Like, you know, you living on a ranch the way we do, it's it's very simple. Like my daughters are eight and six, and there's a lot of talks that we're not gonna have to have that are gonna be awkward because they know that the bull breeds the cow and creates the calf and then the calf is born and we raise the calf and we sell the calf and then the people eat the calf and it's very it's like circle of life we we live very simply but the cowboy way of life is something that I do like I I don't let anybody else do my work for me I get up and go to work yeah I would I for sure would yeah. <laughs> I'll be out I'm good I got somebody that mows the yard now it's pretty awesome to be honest with you <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. 
An Uber teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber teen rides valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see app for details, add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see app for details. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. So (laughs) with this record here, Leather... (laughs) There's some of the songs, for example, if I were to put, Ray, would you play a little bit of number six, please? This is uh, Jesus Loves You. And he'll be there waiting for you in your time on this earth ends. Yeah, Jesus loves you. What drew you to this song right here? What's that? What drew you to this song right here? It's angry. It's angry. Uh, this is a, this is very much, this, this guy in this song is, is, is very much like me, um, well, I say that it, it was a little hard for me to believe at first when he says at the end, like the reason I didn't shoot you is because my gun was in my truck. I didn't believe that part because I was like, I have a, I have a truck gun, like it just stays in there. <laughs> the other one is the bed, and the other one is in the pantry. You know, I mean, like, but that guy is very much like me in that it's it's a dominant male looking at another guy that thinks he's a dominant male going, let me tell you something. You ever come near my family again, that's it. You got one shot. God must love you. He must have a plan because I was going to kill you that night. And it's very serious. It's very angry. And I, I hadn't recorded a song like that. Mm. You know, that's a side of me that the the fan so far has not gotten to see. And whenever I sing a sad song, I want to ma- make you cry. So I'm really trying to channel whatever's sad. If I want to sing an angry song, I went back to places and things in my life that maybe I should probably bring up in a therapy session and got really angry and let that guy be recorded. And that's fun. Like just exploring that different facet of myself and music and artistry. That's that's just fun, man. That's why I brought it up. It felt like something I hadn't heard you do. That's the only reason I recorded it. I was hoping that somebody would say that. Hey, look at us. And I hope to never <laughs> castrate a bull. So, does it hurt? Does, it, does the bull go, ouch? You'd be amazed at how many times they just stand there. You're like, wow. Like, that is incredible. Just try to, I mean, put yourself in that position. No, I'd rather not. I'd rather not do that. Uh, Cody Johnson is here. The new album called Leather is out. You're playing a lot. You're playing a lot of shows. These shows are getting massive. Yeah, they are. I feel like you're playing so many shows and you've committed to so many shows that you've committed and there are too many people at these shows that you could easily go play bigger places. Yeah. But you want to you want to work. You want to so you do all these shows. But by the time you get halfway through it, you could have played a venue twice as big. You know, I think you could have, but there's always there's a lot of risk involved in that. You know, you see everybody wants the big right now, as quick as I can get it. You know, that's why people, you know, they sign a record, the first record deal that comes along, and it, maybe it wasn't the best deal, but they they get that dangling. I call it the dangling carrot. 
you know, everybody wants the dangling carrot. Like, well, I've been doing this for 15 years. And so it's like, I don't ever want to put my cart before the horse because I want to do this until I'm in my 80s. You know, I want to be around for as long as I can be around and be relevant in country music. So I don't think that it's like, well, man, I need to be playing stadiums. We're going to get there. Like, I, it's like I can see the future. Like, I know it's coming, but I don't want to do it too quickly. I feel like a lot of people jump too quickly, and then that's when they implode. On the leather tour, you got one of my buddies, Justin Moore, with you. That's pretty cool. You guys. He's a great guy. He's a good dude. We're from the same, like almost the same town in Arkansas too. So when you call Justin up, you're like, hey man, we're doing a cowboy hat tour. What's it? What's it like, <laughs> but your hat can't be bigger than mine. You know, since you're the star, your hat's got to be this, this size. <laughs> no, we actually, we had sat down and uh, my manager, Howie was like, dude, like we we're changing up acts. You know, what do you think about this guy? Yeah. What do you think about this girl? Yeah, that's perfect. And he's like, Justin Moore. I was like, well, yeah, dude, like we've, we've had a relationship from back in the day, like we've toured together before where I was opening for him. So it's a, it's a great fit. I want to play a little bit of the painter, which is a new single here. Um, Ray, would you play some of the painter? Showed me colors I ain't never seen. She took chances. I'm curious because you told the story about how you guys pick singles. When you guys decide that you, the, the painter is going to be the one that you focus and feature, what happened in that meeting? Were you in that one, or were they like, was it you? Yeah, we were all on the phone, um, trying to figure out because you know there are songs on this record that every one of us felt passionately about for different reasons. And just so you know, like in my camp, we don't ever go like re- this would work for radio. Radio would play this. This is this would fit a format. This would there's like not an agenda. We're just trying to figure out what best represents me. What rep- best represents. Uh, what I can get up and do live with my band because that is my passion, man. That, if I've ever been addicted to a drug in my life, it is playing live music for people. Like that is just that's my happy place where everything's perfect and I don't have to worry about anything. So um, when I heard when I heard the demo of this song, I knew it was special. But it's not like "Till You Can't." It's not like this big vocal show off. It's very simple. It's very organic, and we decided to keep it that way. I even we used a resonator instead of a acoustic guitar just to give it a little bit more of a grassroots sound, which gave me an excuse to buy a new guitar, by the way. <laughs> um, and but it it for me it was the it was about the lyrics. Like right before you cut that that off, the next lyric was for every wall I built, she saw a canvas. That is the most descriptive thing I've ever heard in a song about me and my wife. I mean, I'm a pretty hard-headed, tough cowboy, and she has a way to turn all that into something beautiful. And and she's, she's stuck with me through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows and is not ever, she's never faltered on me. And, and it's, it's, she's pretty much the reason, if it weren't for her, I wouldn't be here. And I'm not just saying that. It's, and so for, for me, she is the painter. She brings the color to my life, you know, like my little girls and, you know, helping me to be a better person and to really search myself and to try to actually be a better guy. Um, every day. And so like when I heard that, I was like, you know, I don't really care if anybody loves this song. This is this. I love this song. So uh, when you hear me singing it, it's the passion's real. It's not fake. Winning a Grammy. You won the Grammy. What's that? The Grammy. I didn't win it. Wait, what? I thought you, but you're, you were not for it. This was, this was. I thought you won the thing. No, it, it was just, song of the year, song of the years for the songwriters. They still want it in my mind. I don't have one. They didn't give me a trophy. <laughs> ben Stennis and Matt Rogers got one. Yeah, though. but I feel like that's, I, you're right. Song is for, but they don't get it if it's not for you. You know, it was really cool though. Cause like on that day I was at home and we had sent Ben and Matt out to LA to go to the deal. And both of those guys called me and we're like, just dude, you've, you've changed our lives. Like I got a publishing deal out of this. You know, my wife and I paid off our house, and, and it was like, it kind of brought me to tears. I can't believe know? they don't give you one, too. That's wild. I didn't get one. 
I didn't get one. I was actually at a team rope in the day that. <laughs> I, so I'm so disappointed. They should have so, got you like a mini one at least. You know? right, like, right. That would be cool. Yeah. Like, because like they just wouldn't have got it without truck. you. It won Song of the Year, but that's you. Man, it it makes me a little disappointed that you, did you till you can't sat in Nashville for ten years before anybody recorded it. Wow. And I'm took like, the right person to record it though, too. You know. I you know I believe that I believe that I'll I'll, I'll take that credit, but I still think that those guys deserve that for writing an incredible song because that song they can talk about how I changed their life all they want that song changed my life how about CMAs I know for sure you have CMA trophies yes do you have them yes okay yeah CMAs CMTs hopefully we get an ACM someday you can probably get whatever you want if you just said it <laughs> you got a very passionate base that will fight yeah. for you yeah it's weird but it's awesome it is really cool it's a little cultish yeah, is and you want to keep it right on the fine line. <laughs> you want to keep it on the fine line of they're a little cultish, but they're not crazy. Yeah, where it starts we're like to a hurt. we're like a nice cult. What's your family thinking? You're blowing up. Do you ever have like second cousins? They're like, "Hey, man, you're coming to Colorado. I'm your second cousin. Can I get in?" I uh, always say my fence is very high and the circle is small. Like I, a long time ago, I just kind of started like. I don't want people around me that want something from me because of all this, because that, I'm not wrapped up in it. I don't care if I won 20 Grammys and we're headlining every stadium in the world. I'm still this guy. Like, and I always will be. It doesn't matter how much money. It doesn't matter how much fame. None of that. That stuff doesn't, it doesn't uh, perk my interest, even though it's part of it. Um, so, like, I, I, I'm very selective about who I let in the inner circle and who I like, who I associate myself with. I want positive people that love me for just me, whether there's a guitar or not couple final questions i saw you sing with reba and that's just awesome that was the coolest thing it's just ever. awesome yeah. yeah so reba let's take her out of the mix though but who are a couple of those other people that you've been able to do something professionally with where you're like this is so freaking cool i know jelly rolls on the album yeah and that was an, that was kind of so you played jesus loves you i had so i was driving or not driving i was riding the bus to nashville to come record vocals <clears throat> and um I sent Jelly, Jesus Loves You. And I was like, dude, I used to work at a prison. You've been to prison. We're friends. Like, your face tattoos. I'm cowboy hat. Like, how cool would it be to be on this song that has, like, this dirty, gritty thing? And he's like, I'm, I'm totally in. You know, I'm whatever you want to do. And he's like, what else What else you been recording? So I sent him Whiskey Bent. And he's like, man, I'm in tears right now. Like, this song brought, this just wrecked my heart. And I was like, well, let's just do that together. So, again, the song just found its rightful spot. Um that day, we started off the day recording Long Live Country Music with Brooks and Dunn. And me and Kix and Ronnie all got IVs that morning, just sitting around chilling, drinking coffee, and then record this song. Randy Hauser comes by. I sing a song with him for his album. And then Jelly Roll comes in. And I'm like, this is not a bad day. Like, <laughs> this is a pretty incredible day, you know? And, but I will say this. Like, you know me. I'm not, like, I don't get intimidated or starstruck by people. I've been around Reba for the last three or four years and never been, when she walked out on stage and we're singing together, I was like, holy shit, this is, yeah, this is the real deal. That's I got awesome. a little nervous. That's She's awesome. pretty intimidating. I want to play a little bit of that whiskey bent with Jelly Roll. Here you go. Pray one of y'all comes back again. I'm just trying to straighten up what whiskey bent. Good one, man. Good. Is that hook not just yeah. incredible? Yeah. yeah. So listen, like, if there's two things about picking songs for me, I don't want to know the songwriters. I don't want to know who wrote it. That way, by the end of it, I find new writers and I go, man, what else does she have? What else does he have? Like, who is? Th That's how I found Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers got three cuts on the last record, and I'd never, I'd never heard of him before. Now I'm like 
on the phone. Hey, buddy, you've been writing lately? <laughs> <clears throat> but this song, when I saw the title, Whiskey Bent, I was like, I hate it. Because you think, like, Whiskey Bent and Hellbound, sure. this is going to be like a redneck. You know? <laughs> and then I heard the hook, and it just completely wrecked me. The opposite of cliche. Wow. I'm still trying to straighten up what whiskey bent. And I don't care whether, and it doesn't matter if it could be whiskey or some other substance or some behavioral pattern or whatever it is in your life. Like, I feel like we all have that. Like you made a mistake and you, and it lingers and you're still trying to fix it. And it's so relatable. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, The album leather it's out. I want to end with this question because you used to work at a prison. You mentioned it, but did anyone in prison ever send a letter off to like a lady? And then the lady fell in love with him. And then when he got out of prison, they got stayed together I'm, i don't know i'm yeah. sure that has happened but you don't well, know because this guy's having amy right now I'm and, well this guy's been writing amy letters from prison that's probably not a good idea okay oh is that your official statement i, I just i think that maybe that's not the best life choice you've ever I'm, made I, <laughs> I have not i have not engaged that's i good i have just received and that I, I would be maybe more concerned about like a private security team to figure out how he got your address. No, he mailed it to the station. Here in the studio. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, I'd be very concerned. Yeah, yeah. no. Not the, oh, please don't show up at my house. No, um, <laughs> it's sent here. But not not to him, just anybody. Yeah, so, so, so you don't think it's a good deal for her? She's trying to like branch out and try new things. I don't think this is one of those things you should do. I just, I mean. All right, well, what we heard it here. We heard yeah. it here. You know a lot, my friend. Uh, <laughs> records out today. <laughs> You're finishing up the uh, Cody and Friends tour um, up until December, but the next year, January, all the way through, all the way through July, Cody Johnson's out with Justin Moore and Dylan Carmichael, and uh, Chris Jansen's doing some of those days as well. But I hope you guys go over to CodyJohnsonMusic.com, get tickets, uh, check out the record. It's out today. I always love seeing you. I appreciate you coming by. Man, thank you guys for having me. Yeah, Cody, Seriously. you're A+. There he is, Cody Johnson, everybody. Thanks, guys. I read this, and people, a dad and his daughter, they're not even talking anymore because... She wanted $200,000 to pay for her dream wedding, which was also at a destination. And the dad's like, nah, I don't, I'm not going to pay $200,000 for that. And so she's all like, oh, you my dad. supposed to give me the wedding of my dreams. What do you think about that? Oh, that, um, I would not be that way. I don't, I don't understand that behavior because as an adult. But didn't he raise her? Exactly. That's what I think. Like, I know everybody's like, oh, she's out of, out of her mind. Yes, but... Did he not cultivate this out of your mind? Potentially, uh, we don't. I don't know their family situation. No, but that doesn't. Because the mom, happen. the mom maybe was that way, or. But then didn't he marry the mom? Right. And have. I'm just saying. He's someone, known she's like this. Someone yeah. doesn't go. I need two hundred thousand dollars for a wedding out of nowhere. They've never acted like this. Mm-hmm. So a little bit pops. That's on you. So if she says, like, fine, you're not going to pay for this. I'm not never talking to you again. Like, what do you do as that dad? You just say, like, okay, I guess we're never talking. That's that's a tough one. Yeah, you'd have to buy your daughter back. Mm. We give her the 200000 if you want to have a relationship with her. No, that and doesn't Would you even like want a daughter if she's like... But, but it do. is a bad look on the dad if the daughter wants to get married and you're not the one paying for it. I don't think so. My my wife's dad didn't pay. But he, but he wanted to. He wanted to. And you, no, trust me, he didn't want to. I think he would have. Right. But nobody and, wants to. Right, right, right. And you messed well, up. And if he didn't want it to, I'd have let him. He'd be like, please let me. I'd have been like, you know what? Okay. Well, but her sister was getting married at the same time. Yeah. So. so he didn't want to. My <laughs> father-in-law, he he stepped up to the plate and he took charge. And I was like, thank you, man. Good job. Do you know what the bill was for yours? No idea. Don't, I don't know the price of- Lunchbox's wedding was nice. I don't know the price of anything. A single item at our wedding, I don't know the price. It, yeah. And he just paid for it all. Did you help plan it? Yeah, a little bit. But my wife did most of the planning. 
Like she went there and spent an hour deciding on which napkins to get. What if you'd have had to pay for it? It would oh, not have been what it was. Oh, oh that would have been. There'd have been less people. There'd have been peace. Would not have been downtown. There'd have been less um, items to choose from to eat. There would have been. We wouldn't yeah. have gotten those neon bracelets that light up in the dark. Remember, everybody got those. I don't remember. Or them. the wands. What were they? I was drunk. I, I remember there. him crying. No, nope. Ray was oh, lunchbox. Yeah, Ray lunchbox. was drunk, so I got confused. Ray. And then lunchbox was crying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was really, that was really. Pretty you still, mad. there's still never evidence. So you you're, you're, there's still never evidence. Your father-in-law paid. Eddie, yours. My father-in-law paid for our wedding, and then a year later paid for my wife's sister's wedding, and then her older sister's wedding. On three years, three years, three weddings in three years. What happened with yours? My dad paid for. Do you know how much it was? It was not expensive. Uh, well, oh, let goodness. me take that back. Weddings are expensive, but compared to what weddings can cost, like my sister did my flowers. We did the ceremony and the reception at the same venue and we flipped it. I got a big white tent because the people that were getting married there the the, the, the night before me, they, they, they called and said, hey, we can't have the company come take it down till Monday. Do you mind if we leave it up? And I was like, I don't mind at all because those big white tents are so expensive. Like we were just able to save money left and right, which was great because I mean, I had a budget. Uh, My wedding dress was from J. Crew on sale for $200. What advice would you give this dad? You, I would try to reason with your daughter and say, you you want a relationship with her, but it's not going to be based on whether or not I buy you something that you want. And I'm here when you're ready. Or like if you would like to talk or... What if she gets married and can we get a you don't get invited? Part? You might not. That Ooh. is crazy uh, that's, to me. That's ridiculous. But you can't buy your way back into that. That's Lunchbox not healthy. Lunchbox you could. You got to buy your daughter okay. back. Yeah, you correct. pay for the wedding. Okay, let me back, back up. You can, but I don't know that's going to be the best decision for you and your family. Would agree. So that's... It, and, it and makes wonder, me sad. I wonder if the dad can afford that or if he's just like... I think so. I think they have a decent amount of money. Okay. I don't think they have like extra $200,000 laying around money. Right. Uh, Speaking of dads, an Idaho woman is suing her fertility doctor. She says he used his own sperm to impregnate her 34 34 years ago. Yeah, that's done. But let me ask this. What? And I know that- Oh, I I know what you're going to- It's a doctor. Like, don't you want the sperm, whoever it is, to like be somebody that's successful, like has- Uh, Creepy. I have- no, I'm saying you can't do that because it's against the law. Right, right. But, but yeah. I'm just saying, would you rather have your doctor's sperm or like some Joe Blow from down the street who you don't know? Yeah, who's doing it to get his beer money for the weekend. Yes. <laughs> Why is it that guy? Because that's, that's probably who's doing it most <laughs> of the time. Who else is going around and donating that for no reason? Yeah. That's a good point. So yeah. I agree. He can't do this. However, if I got a pick, I'm probably going with the doctor. I'll read you more of the story. An Idaho woman is suing her one-time fertility doctor, saying he secretly used his own sperm. But you can't do that. You just can't. That's creepy. You can't do it. Okay? Boom. It's the latest string in a bunch of cases. Sharon Hayes says that she sought fertility care from Dr. David R. Claypool in Spokane, Washington. They were unable to conceive. She wanted an anonymous donor. It was anonymous. You know what? How did he get busted? Probably started looking like the doctor. Well, how how long ago was this? So what happened? Thirty four years One of those ago. DNA tests. Oh. Oh yeah, and if there's multiple cases, this is the problem. Uh. When they're just like impregnating a bunch of people with their sperm, and they're in the same area, and then the next well, thing that, you know, that's what happened. There's thirty years later, other half siblings. Right, and oh. you go out on a date with a girl, and then you find out she's your half. Okay, well you just went. You went. Yeah, out. that's crazy. That you just went off the rails. That happens. No, it may have happened once, and then just got retweeted a bunch. 
So so why why is he doing that? Like is he just probably because he could actually save the money? You're not having to get other people to donate sperm and pay them. And I wonder. I don't he's... think it's as much creepy as it is cost efficient. And isn't that what you guys want in a man? Somebody that can save? No. Somebody smart, a doctor, oh, cost I, efficient. I just Googled him and, you know, there's a him? website for his practice and it says David, Dr. David R. Claypool, MD. You know, it'll give hours or whatever. It's, it's just closed. a red line that says permanently closed. Yeah. So he retired? No, I think he's. That's from the AP. Damn. I get it. That, you can't do that, dude. But, but in a different world. If someone were to present, hey, we have two options for you. This guy here who needed a pack of Coors Light and this guy here who's a doctor. <laughs> which one would you rather have? Well, maybe the Coors Light uh, guy which, could no. be maybe the a Coors doctor. Light guy's he funny. just never got a no. chance. Guys, you know what the answer is. I bet you Doc, too, was like, hey, we need to come do a checkup and he, he wants to also, see his own kid. Oh, that's true. He's Bring the kid, the kid in. Yeah, yeah, just like to see him. him a distance. Okay, maybe he knows how to take a medical test, but he clearly Boom. has meant, like, not... He's not That's making rational he's Unless he decisions. has an overview of like the world. And I would rather there be more babies with a strong intelligence. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Stop. Stop. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> stop. That's all. I'm done. Mm. I'm just saying. He, can't, he can't do that. He shouldn't have done that. Oh, no. But it could have been worse. <laughs> yes, Amy. What happened, has, Amy? Oh, I don't know. He has a lot he's, of kids? He has a wife. Do you think she knew? No. Oh, probably not. No. no chance. That wasn't, uh, how was work today, honey? Well, let me tell you. I got well, I, need, I need a quick hundred. <laughs> Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. So my daughter is actually 16, but she doesn't drive everywhere yet. She just goes to school and then back home. From home to school, that's all we really allow. And she just started this dance class at a place that's a little far away. And we also have a son. You know how it gets. Logistics can be difficult at times. So I signed my daughter up for Uber Teen, and she took Uber Teen to her dance class this week, and it was amazing. An Uber Teen account, it's just like it sounds. It's an Uber account for your teen with trackable trips and highly rated drivers. While I wasn't able to be there with her, I was able to track her on my phone, and I got text updates the entire time. And I could tell that she felt a sense of independence. She thought it was super cool. So I definitely felt safe with her using Uber Teen. And if you're ever in a bind, this is something that can for sure come in handy. And you can get 40% off up to $15 off three Uber Teen rides. Valid for the first 30 days for new users in select markets. Now see you out for details. Add your teen to your account today. It's super easy. Available in select locations. Again, see out for details.
This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies, especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right, so no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and company while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby. All right, let's go over to Scuba Steve. It's time for Scuba Steve Suggests. This is a fun one. I know you guys are always nervous when we coming in here. <laughs> Taking you down a notch, but this one's going to be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, you make us throw away our favorite shirts. Yeah. You make Eddie shave his head bald. It's terrible. <laughs> yes, it's always torture. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so this one, LeBron James came to an NBA game. That he was dressed up, head to toe in Louis Vuitton, wore $28,000 for his full outfit. Wow. Nice life. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to go around the room and look at everyone's outfits and do a little fashion show. Now? And well, right now. Talk about what we're wearing and no what it's worth. up. Well, no. We're doing it right now. We're on camera. We should be prepared. That's true. I'm ready. Camera ready. All right, Ray, if you find some fashion music, that would be cool. Something we can... Ooh, uh, runway music? Yeah. Do we go first? Yeah, please. I'm wearing a Wags and Walks zip-up hoodie that I got at this charity event because my wife and I are involved in this organization. (laughs) We're shivering a charity hoodie today. Uh 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 Oh, it just so happens. Coincidence. I have on a Kip Mora cut-off t-shirt underneath. Oh, that's that's all you have underneath? Yeah, dude. You guys... <laughs> I'm wearing some Lululemon pants that aren't like running pants, but are kind of like they have like a like a mid kind of style. Okay. I have on a pair of Jordan ones that Seacrest gave me. Whenever I he got sick on Idol, I filled in. He said thanks for taking over my shoes. Those are cool that's shoes. Nice. Yeah. So that's it. That's all. I mean, that's literally all. I have New glasses. Oh, these are discontinued Ray Bans that I had to buy like five, five pair of because they don't make them anymore. So. There you, that's my fashion okay. show. Look at you looking pretty good. Total, oh, let's see, total investment that I've spent. Shoes are free. Shirt is free. That shirt's free. Probably $70 total all in. Okay. Because these pants. Okay. Amy? Okay, I have on black boots, like, I don't know, combat-ish looking. They're from Amazon. And they were like $19, so I love them. I have on Levi's. Uh, and I have on a free people, like, turtleneck thingy. Mm. And people. a nice. belt. I don't remember where the belt is from. Okay. Total total all in. What's the watch? Yeah. Well, we're not doing jewelry because you can do wedding rings and stuff yeah. too. Oh, yeah. I have on. My, okay. I'll do my wedding ring. Yeah. Mine too. 20 bucks. <laughs> Mine made of rubber. Mine's Maybe rubber. Five. Right. What do you have? I have on rings that actually, they're, they're, they were my wedding band stack, but now I spread them out on other fingers. <laughs> is that weird? Oh, yeah. It's pretty If you weird. like the rings, who cares? So, so those are your wedding. You still have your what? You haven't thrown them away or sold them or anything? Yeah, it's time to get rid of band, them. Band, oh, wow. band, band, band. Mm. Okay. They're over the years. No jewelry. Total cost of your clothes. Okay, 20, I don't know. Okay, 50, 60, 70, shirt, 30. Dang, LeBron. Probably the belt. I remember being kind of nice. So let's just give the old outfit one thirty. One hundred thirty dollars I bet you would think that my shoes cost the most and they cost the least. Okay. Lunchbox. Oh, that's easy, man. I got a charity shirt on also. Four Bears Casino. Uh, I don't think that's a charity. <laughs> yeah, that's a casino. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you go and you're nice to them, they will give you money. But that's not a, that's not a charity. That's just merch. 
Okay. Well, okay. Four Bears Casino uh, sweatshirt, and underneath it, I got a free Top Golf T-shirt from when Ooh. my wife used to work there. She got was it. laid off. Nice. Thanks okay. a lot. Shout <laughs> out. Uh, Shout out. And then money. I got some Nike running uh, like jogger pants. Like from pants. what year? Ooh, probably 2013-ish. Okay. Uh, and then I have a pair of Under Armour. Uh, don't I don't underwear. need your underwear. We don't want your underwear. We don't want your underwear. underwear. Okay. Ew. And Jeez. then I got a pair of Is Brooks it? running shoes that were a gift and some Hanes white socks that come in a pack of 12. We don't need socks and underwear. I didn't do that either. <laughs> what, total? Total? Uh, $15. All right. Wow, wow. Eddie, final. Here we go. I'm wearing, start with the top top to bottom. I'm wearing, I think, a Palm Golf. Is that what that is? Uh-huh. Bobby gave this to me. Thank you, Bones. Uh, this is a sweatshirt my mother-in-law gave me. It's a Dallas Cowboys a hoodie. Uh, it's really cool. These pants, this was an endorsement. I don't remember what the brand was, but they sent us some clothes. Great, great endorsement. I wear it. They must not pay them anymore. Uh, no, yeah, they exactly. don't. They yeah. don't. Go ahead. And then I got some shoes that Bones gave me. What are these? Uh, the Reebok. Scuba? Reebok Yeah, Reebok, pumps. the new pumps. The yeah. new pumps, yeah. Yeah, so that's it, man. Basically, I spent $0 on my clothes. Nice. So for a total of 15 we for all four of us, we're at about 300 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keep it real. We're the opposite of LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Okay, well, thank you for coming to our fashion show. Everybody feel good? You guys feel hot? Yeah, man. Amy, you feel hot? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I learned in this segment? That Bobby dresses Eddie. That he's his dad. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, that's it. He gave him the shoes. I gave him the hat. I have and the go- shoes. Golf places yeah. send me stuff. Right. Oh. My yeah. mother-in-law gave me this hoodie. Yeah. So Bones didn't oh, give me this. I, I thought you said he gave the other No, and the I pants, like- that was an endorsement. <laughs> I don't remember. Endorsement pants, obviously. <laughs> yes. All right. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from California. An 18-year-old was driving his Mustang on the highway going about 85 and a 65. Police, woo, woo, try to pull him over. Ah, he said, can you guys read my license plate? His license plate said, we'll run. And he didn't let him down. He gunned it. Let him on a high-speed chase over 100 miles an hour. <laughs> the fact that people think a car... Like a Mustang that can has a little power, but that can still outrun a cop car. Oh, they're not faster? I thought Mustangs were faster they than, are what, faster. Crown Vicks or they're whatever? They're probably yeah. faster than a normal car, but cop cars are built to run. Oh. And they also have that little thing called communication where they can talk to other people down the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And they have the helicopters. They have, they have and, lots of things. Yeah. But those, those cop cars can move. Unless you have, like, some super high speed, maybe even, like, an electric car, like a Tesla that can jump. But they can go up to 155 or so. Top cars can. That's incredible. But I mean, how funny is it that his license plate is Will Run? The person that gave it to him probably thought that was his name. Like Will, or, like Will. or he's a runner. <laughs> oh, that's true. Like I didn't he, think about he, that. Yeah, he's actually a marathon okay, runner. Or his okay. name is William Runnington. <laughs> okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. I was reading this story on Daily Mail. This guy, he's been married for a little bit, and. I guess 11 years or so, and his wife got a uh, breast augmentation. Mm. A boob job, as the kids would say. All right. I saw this. But now he's upset because she won't stop showing them off to people. Oh. Like, like, like flashing. Yeah. <laughs> flashing? Yeah. The oh. unnamed man, 32, opened up about his horror. In the post, he explained that his wife, 30, got a boob job in 2021. Since then, she's loved showing them off to all of her pals, male and female. Hmm. He said the final stroll occurred when they went to watch a football game with many other mutual friends, and she suddenly lifted her shirt and flashed the entire party oh, after no. they scored a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time? The, the, man, yeah. the man admitted he's not thinking of ending their marriage. Oh. 
My wife and I have been together for 11 years, married for just over five. Oh, man. Then he wasn't a huge fan of the idea to begin with. And she went from wearing baggy and unrevealing clothing to very tight and revealing shirts with lots of cleavage. But he doesn't know what to do. Now, this is not our story. Our listener did not email us. I found this online. Amy, what do you think about that situation? Um, yeah, I, I would have a trouble with my partner flashing people all the time. What like, if, like, when you were married and your husband would just love you? Look at my wife. Right. right. You'd be like, touchdown. Every, every touchdown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> touchdown. Yeah. Ding-a-ling. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, this sounds like something y'all are going to definitely need to work through. This would be Maybe very you problematic. where you can, you can do that all you want mm. to the girls, but you can't do it to the boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, or at a party randomly. Because I'm sure like, he'd be fine with that. What? With just showing girls? Like, Heck yeah. Because that would be like, look, this is what the, yeah. Yes, when you first mentioned it, I thought it was because people were curious and they wanted to see or, oh. I think everybody's curious. What does that look like or what did the doctor do or is this How do they feel? Why is there a third one? <laughs> right. Yeah. But this seems just like she's just excited and you, yeah. Mm-mm. Is that a reason to get divorced if she doesn't stop? Um, (laughs) I mean, I think they should definitely seek some sort of therapy together to work through this. I don't know what they need to do, but yeah, if my husband kept flashing people, (laughs) that'd be crazy. This would be a problem because he eventually could get, you know, arrested. What is that? Oh God. Yeah, Ex- indecent proposal. Yeah. No, exposure. exposure. Whatever. Yeah. No, proposals are different. <laughs> indecent exposure. That's a movie. You know, you know what I meant? Okay. I mean, what do you think? What? I think that it's if, if he's uncomfortable and that he goes to her and it's like, hey, I need you to stop doing this, and she just absolutely says no, I think it's something more than just her showing the boobs. It's also a lack of respect, a lack of caring about the other's feelings. Yeah, it's deeper, but... yeah. And Decent Proposal is a movie from 1993. That's right. That's that's it. It's like, give me a million dollars and I can hook up with your wife or something. <laughs> that's yes. I never exactly. saw that Now one. people may be doing that to her because of the yeah, Decent yeah, Exposure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. That's crazy. That's, that stinks. All right, we're done. That's it. Tonight, Monterey, California. I'll be doing one of my final shows for my, my tour. We'll see you Monday. Goodbye, everybody. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless extended silver unlimited plan. Get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plan starting at just 25 bucks a line per month for four lines. You will save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. Well, or at least a lot longer. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. This episode brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. Especially when they start moving. With Huggies Little Movers, you get their best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, 
They'll feel protected and comforted while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all baby curves and helps provide up to 12-hour protection against leaks. So make the switch to Huggies Little Movers today. We got you, baby.